Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. Let's go to the Word of God, familiar passage in this service, the Acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles, Acts chapter 3, is where we turn our spotlight, beginning at verse number 1, and we're reading in the New Living Translation down through verse number 10. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the 3 o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man, lame from birth, was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently. And Peter said, look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet, began to walk, then walking, leaping, and praising God. He went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. You can read the rest of that passage. But I want to come back to verse number six in this setting. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Getting the unexpected. Getting the unexpected. That's what we want to talk about this morning. Could have said unexpected blessings of how God can visit us wherever we are and how God can speak to our situations. 
Even as I, we gathered last night in our Saturday worship experience, and I shared from the thought, let it go. We, we, we hold on to so many things that are burdensome. I'm so glad to see our, many of our elected officials or regular worshipers, Delegate Harrison, Mayor of District Heights, Cynthia Miller. She used to come on Saturday nights but she's, she's now a big-time official, so she comes on Sundays now. <laughs> Amen. But we thank God, and if there are any others I'm missing, I don't want to miss anybody. But we're certainly delighted. But I look in this service about how God can bless us even when you don't expect it. Unexpected blessings. Matter of fact, just sometimes when you're just opening up the word, you're opening up the word and you get an unexpected blessing. Some of you open up your mailbox, unexpected blessing. You didn't see it coming. God was able to bless you. Even last night, we had two of our ladies to stand. One almost got the card in my hand. I only had one card last night. I didn't have two. And, but then shortly thereafter, another person stood who was older. So they got the card. But the person who was standing, there was someone felt so moved that they said, I'm going to give you your prize. Unexpected blessing. That's how God can move in our lives. Someone can have a level of sensitivity, compassion. And one of the reasons why we can have compassion is because we can think about moments when we needed compassion. We needed some sensitivity. When we needed some understanding, unexpected. You see it sometimes. You're expecting the bill to be here, but it comes down lower, unexpected. Some of you have seen it in a health report. You got one diagnosis, and then you go back, and the doctor says, I can't find it. Unexpected. Unexpected. Someone that gets renewed in life. And those aches and those pains, they are able to subside. What a blessing it is. Unexpected, unexpected. You may even might have met somebody in your professional life. And someone who you met in your scholastic life. Unexpected blessings. I preached last week, I was preaching and sharing about my sixth grade teacher who changed my life because I was not the confident student at that point. Matter of fact, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I was making it. But I, but I was grateful for my sixth grade teacher because she was able to pour into me confidence. And quite honestly, it, it, it affected my life. It changed me in every aspect. She told me I was smart, and she was the first one to really tell me that. I hadn't 
hadn't really heard it, hadn't really, hadn't really, and perhaps hadn't, hadn't sunk in. Because even in about the second grade, we were, we were reading our reports, and I was, and we would go in front of the class and we read our report. We were supposed to tell a story, and we were supposed to get up before the class and read our stories. And I got up as a second grader, read as I, as I, at least I felt like I was reading, because I had not written anything. I was really holding a blank piece of paper. And, and then after I finished, I put that yellow paper on the thing. I said, she won't realize that. And she said, she got me later. She said, Hank, I looked through this pile. I don't see your paper. I said, what? I know I put it there. She pulled me to the side. She said, you know, you have a gift. You can, you, you can tell stories. You, can, you, you have great articulation. You have the ability to stand before a group and talk and capture people's attention. I was a second grader. I blew it off. I said, huh. But I want to, what I'm saying is that you don't understand how God can move in our lives. I was a high school student. My father had invited a person to come and to speak on that particular Sunday for our youth day. We had, a, we, had a, we had a guest who was supposed to speak. And the guest, my dad was looking at the clock, looking at his watch and realized that the guest had, was not there. He was a little nervous. He said, I don't, I don't have my youth day speaker. And I was standing there and I said, Dad, I got you. She said, what you going to, I said, don't worry, I got it. Because I had, I already had a message. I already had a message. My favorite book of the Bible was Proverbs. And I always looked that I could get up and open any proverb and speak. And that's what I did. Sunday morning, before our church, I went to church, went to school the next day. And on the bus, they were teasing me because they said, he's a preacher. I said, no, man, I'm. I was filling a spot yesterday. <laughs> Unexpected blessings. You don't know what God is framing you for. You don't know what God is shaping you for. And you don't know the kinds of experiences that you go through, what that is doing to prepare you for your future. You don't know even when you're not even thinking about it. It's an unexpected blessing. That's the backdrop of this story of this beggar who was outside of the beautiful gate. Obviously, there are multiple gates to enter, and, and this was just like there are multiple ways for you to come into this church. And this was the, the gate where he would customarily be. And so he's, he's there, He'd been, he'd been lame from birth. And they put him there. That's the first point I would need to make in this service. Make sure that you are positioning yourself to be blessed. Some of us cannot get blessed because we're out of position. 
God wants you to be positioned to be blessed. From a spiritual perspective, I'm, I get positioned to be blessed by reading the word and worship. The Bible says men and women ought always to pray and to pray without ceasing. The Bible tells us to forsake not the assembling and being able to gather. There are unexpected blessings. So we're not just going through some exercise. This man who was lame was positioned. Now, of course, when he was positioned there, he was positioned there thinking that the only thing that he was going to do was beg. He was there. And matter of fact, and I'm sure some of the people would just walk past him. One of the ways that you can get past persons who are, who are begging is that you act like you're in a rush. You don't have time. You don't have time. Cameraman, get ready. Hope you're not sleeping. You gotta move. I see. I, to, I told you. I, I warned them, didn't I? And and that's how we get past. Sometimes when people want something from us, we move quickly, like we're in a rush. I was I was traveling internationally, and a person came in. And uh, I was in a foreign country, and he, re- he wanted something from me. And, um, and, but, you know, it got, you know I lo- he looked at him. I, I didn't want to get into all of that. And so he, he tried, tried, to, tried to speak to me, and, and then this is, this is what I said back there. Did he get you buck off? He backed up. What language is he speaking? <laughs> that was my, I was traveling internationally. I just helped somebody. You, when you're traveling internationally, they don't know where you're from. Unexpected blessings. And then a guy, he looked at me and said, and a boogie can do to you too. <laughs> Unexpected. You don't know how or when God is going to bless us. But we make ourselves available for the blessing. Some things you got to be there to receive for yourself. That's why when one talks about a relationship with the Lord, we talk about that you must have, Brother Griffin, a personal relationship. Not the relationship of your mama or your daddy or some preacher in your family, but what is your relationship with the Lord? And I'm not talking about church membership either. Because there are members of the church who go, go to hell. You better know Jesus. Unexpected blessings. So what this man positioned, on a, and Peter looked at him, because Peter was not, was not bashful. Peter said, I don't have any silver, I don't have any gold, but what I do have 
I have, I have the name of Jesus. And I got prayer. And, 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 and it's not my power, but it's the power of God. And so what I do have, I'm willing to share. And he said to him, get up and walk. Now, now Peter had to also have been spoken to by God because Peter didn't get him up. God got him up. And all Peter was was an instrument in the hand of God. That's what we have to be. I'm simply an instrument in his hand. When I show up on Sundays and worship. When I show up on Saturdays and Wednesdays. Instrument in the hand of God. Peter looked at him. He looked at him. The scripture says that, he, that it, they, they, took a, they took a strong, strong look at him. As a matter of fact, it says, it says that, the, that my second point is God knows how to get our attention. It, it, just keep on living. God can get your attention. You can think you don't need God. I don't need this. I don't need that. A moment will come in our lives and you're going to wake up and you're going to realize it's nothing but the Lord. I need the Lord every, every, every. Every step of the way. Our chairman was the other day on a 100-mile bike ride. He slipped it in on me. He didn't even tell me about it. He's supposed to tell me when I'm... But, we, but he rode 100 miles. And I know, I know, you, you cramped up. I mean, it's not easy. You think it's easy to ride 100 miles. Try it. He rode to Williamsburg from Richmond back to Richmond. That's what our chairman did. What, what I want to say is that when you make it through those challenges, you're going to go through unexpected blessings. Some of you have been on a roller coaster. I was, I was listening. I was listening. It, it, it took me back. It was a throwback. And I was hearing that song. And I, and I said, I can't take that one to church. But, but <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, I said, that was my song. That was my song. But I want to say that some of us have been on our roller coasters. But God still shows up. God still answers our prayer. You feel, you feel like you're about to let go. But then God shows up in your life. And sometimes you get to church and you had to struggle to get here. It wasn't. It wasn't easy for you to get here. You, you left all kind of confusion. You had to work through all this kind of stuff. But then you came in and God spoke to you. Unexpected blessings. Here's, 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 the, here's, here's the scripture that we, that we look at in this text. The fourth verse of Acts chapter 3, is, 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 it says that Peter and John looked at him intently they looked at him first then they, they told him look at us 
look at us. Because many times, most times when the persons would pass by him, they never engaged him. They treated him like an object. But Peter and John, when they came, they gave him an intent look. And they said, look at us. Look at us. Now, now typically, you look at us, but really, it was really not simply look at us, but it was really look at the God in us. People look at you and they say, what is it that makes you look what you look like? What gives you that swag? It's God. It's the power of God. That's the, that's the, the thing that makes the difference in my life is my relationship with the Lord. They said to him, they looked at him hard and they, want, they said to him, we want you to look at us hard. And when he started looking at him, he said, you must be getting ready to give me some money. Since you're going, since you're going, since you're going to engage me like this, you must be getting ready to not. No, we're not giving you money. We're not giving you money because we already told you. I, I don't, I'm not, I, no, no, I don't have any money to give. But what I have to give, you can't pay for. Come on, somebody. What, what is getting ready to happen in your life is the unexpected. But I, I'm grateful that you are at least in the right position. Then up, enough, the next thing happens that this man who was lame from birth, and then he hears the command. He's getting ready to get the unexpected. Peter says to him, get up. Walk. Those are words he had never heard before. Nobody ever told him to get up. Nobody ever told him to walk. But not only does Peter tell him what to do, verse number seven says, Peter took the lame man by the hand. Because, because Peter understood that when you hear this directive, you're not going to move. And the only way you're going to move is with some assistance. Do I have a witness here? You, you hear the word, but you're not going to move until you get some assistance. Peter says, he took him by the hand. Took him by the right hand. Helped the man up. As he helped him up, the man's feet, who had never been used like this, ankles, were getting healed. But not only are they getting healed, but they're getting strengthened. All of that is happening while he is getting up from a lame position. They took him time after time. Time after time, he was laying there. But then this time, Manuel Williams, come on over here. We, go, we got to demonstrate this thing. Come on up here, Manuel. Stand, stand right there. You, you Peter, I, I'm, I'm the lame man. Peter said, get up. 
First, he told him to look at it. And he looked at it. And, and then he told him, get up. I'm still looking at you. Reach down, grab my hand. And, and once he looked at him, he said, let me help him up. But as I'm coming to my feet, my ankles are getting stronger. My knees are getting stronger. My legs are doing something that's never been done before. Then I'm up. I, I haven't ever been in a up position before. But I'm up now. Look at God. Not only does he get up, but then he said, wait a minute. 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 Praise God. Praise God. He got up. But not only does he praise God, but the Bible said, he said, where y'all going? We're going into the temple. Well, that's where I'm going too. Because since you healed me and you're on your way to the temple, I'm beginning to think about where did you get your power from? That's my third point. Allow others to witness God's goodness in your life. Yeah. Yeah. He goes in to the temple praising God, making a whole lot of noise. Somebody said, isn't that the man who used to be outside with a cup in his hand? Isn't that the man that we walked past? He was a bother, an irritant. But look at God. Look at God. God can, yes, move in your life. They saw him walking. They heard him praising. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. Who am I talking to? Is there anybody here you can praise God for making a way out of no way? Fighting your battle, healing your body, even on Mother's Day. I will. I, I, I will bless his name. Ain't he all right? He's a mighty good God. Mighty good God. Mighty good God. Mighty, 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 mighty. He's got all. He's got all. He's got all. All power in his hand. Wonder-working power. Soul-saving power. Healing power. Can nobody do me like the Lord? Say yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. God, he's awesome. He's got all 
Listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. I love you, Lord. 